It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. From SAP Center at San Jose, we've got the Sharks and the Chicago Blackhawks. One more time in the regular season, a great crowd is expected on Fan Appreciation Night, and the Sharks are looking forward to putting forth a great effort against a team that they've already shut out once and lost in a shootout to in the most recent meeting on April the 14th in Chicago. Being out of the playoffs is not where the San Jose Sharks want to be. They have to show up every day, make sure that they're very professional in the way that they're handling things, and the leaders on the team have to be good role models for the young players. But they also can't forget about being displeased that the Sharks aren't going to the postseason. Logan Couture talked about balancing those two sometimes conflicting topics as his club looks forward to facing Chicago today. Yeah, it's a fine line. Um, You know, guys are happy to be in the NHL. Uh, I remember my first couple games here. You know, you're just thrilled to be up here, but uh, you know you have to get that in the back of their minds that you can't be content with just playing in this league. You gotta, you gotta try and be as successful as you can. But you gotta help a team win. Um, you know, that's how you have a long career. So you, you play on winning teams and you help teams win. So um, yeah, it's a fine line you gotta walk. And um, the coaching staff's done a good job. I think we sh- we show Boogie and the staff show a lot of video, um, learn learning clips and, and positive clips. A lot of positive reinforcement right now. Play, if you're playing with some young guys, um, try and stay positive but constructive. So um, it's a lot for, for us older guys and the, and the coach staff to do, but uh, I think everyone's enjoying it. Looking back at the 3-1 loss against the St. Louis Blues, there were some good things that came out of it, but obviously everything except the victory, according to Coach Bob Bugner. Well, after two periods, we, we only gave them 13 even strength shots, which is a pretty good number, but we just took too many penalties. Um, you know, for a team, we talked about how... Uh, uh, strong they are of a power play. I thought our penalty kill did a pretty good job, um, but uh, you know, you're wearing certain guys down. I think that uh, that didn't help us. Um, you know, five of five, I mean, we gave up, obviously, some chances in the first two periods, but it wasn't, uh, um, you know, I, I thought the reason that the play was taken to us is because we, we couldn't get any flow of our bench going. We couldn't uh, couldn't roll lines, uh, couldn't get on a four-check play in there, and every time we did get going, we took a penalty, so that sort of uh, stunted the first half of the game for us. Both teams have an opportunity to be spoilers, and that certainly is motivation for the final games of the year. After today's game, the Sharks will travel to Vegas tomorrow to play the Golden Knights. And in their remaining contest, the Blackhawks also have one game against Vegas for an opportunity for players like Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane to spoil the Golden Knights' hopes for the postseason. We'll come back and visit with the play-by-play voice of the Chicago Blackhawks on radio, John Weideman, right after this on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a community inspired by a sport. And strong communities need a clean environment to thrive. That's why we are committed to protecting the places where we live and play for future generations. We're using innovative technologies to transform our business and inspiring communities to lower emissions and conserve resources. Because when a sport is so much more than a game, you have to play it forward. 
It's our pleasure on the Teal Report to welcome John Weideman, play-by-play voice of the Chicago Blackhawks on WGN Radio to our broadcast. And uh, John, obviously, both these teams are not in the playoffs, but there still is a lot to play for, and we're getting looks at the future. Tell us about the looks at the future the Blackhawks have shown in the last couple of games. Thanks, Dan. Great to be on with you and your listeners. And I'll start in goal with the Blackhawks. Uh, today, the Sharks are going to see Kevin Lankinen in goal. Lankinen was with the team last year, pretty much as the starter. And then when the Blackhawks signed Marc-Andre Fleury in the offseason, or traded for him anyway, from the Vegas Golden Knights, Lankinen became the backup. And Colin Delia, who is going to back up Kevin Lankinen today, he was sent to Rockford to develop, continue his development. So this year, what's happened is since Fleury's been traded to the Minnesota Wild, Lankanen has become the starter again, and now Colin Delia is the backup. So there's two guys right there that are going to try and vie for the starting position as time goes on. Then you move up to the defense, and the names Alex Vlasic and Alec Regula come to mind. Um, both have had an opportunity to play at the National Hockey League level, and both are, I think, playing pretty well. I think the coaching staff and really the hockey ops would say the same thing. They're developing. They're going to make their mistakes. You know, they're young. But uh, so far, I think the reports on both of them have been very, very positive, and I look for those two to possibly be the anchors of the blue line going forward here in the next five years. Uh, At the defense position, you've got a lot of young youngsters, a lot of youth, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'll start with Kirby Doc, who was a number one draft pick back in 2019. Right now he's out of the lineup with a shoulder injury, but he's a kid that they project him to be along the lines of a Ryan Getzlaff or a Mark Shifley uh, with the Winnipeg Jets, or maybe a combination of the two. I guess time will tell, but Kirby is one of those guys that I, I think in time will develop into a solid two-way center He's got a little bit of growing to do both physically and mentally, a little maturity to get to, you know, as far as the position is concerned, but I think he'll get there. And then, you know, you've got kids on the wings. Uh, the Blackhawks have been pretty fortunate, I think, to, to make some, uh, some moves that have helped the process along. Most recently, they traded with the Tampa Bay Lightning and they acquired Taylor Radish along with Boris Kachuk. So those are two young guys that immediately have been placed in the lineup. And I think they've contributed as well, along with a guy like Philip Kershev. Kershev's been in and out of the lineup, but he seems to be getting it more and more as he has gone along. Uh, Henrik Borgstrom was a kid that they traded from the Florida Panthers last year. And Henrik is a guy with a high upside offensively, but he's just got to get the rest of his game kind of channeled in. And I think in time he could turn into a good prospect. And there's a, there are a bunch more, you know, it's a, it's a big departure from what we saw with this Blackhawks team back during the years, 2009 through about 2018, when Joel Quenville was the head coach and the team was in their, their cup winning years and their playoff years. And with age, Obviously, you know, father time that he wins that battle every time. And, you know, the guys one by one, they, they head to other places, whether that be retirement or other teams, but it is a rebuilding process. The team has acknowledged it. They're not, they're not trying to deny it. Uh, they're all in on it. And it turns out, I think it'll be an exciting time for this team. I don't, I don't see this team making the playoffs, Dan, quite honestly, I don't see them making the playoffs next year. Uh, if they did, I'd be very happy about it. I think all Blackhawk fans would be happy about it too, but I, I can't see them making the playoffs now for at least another 
one to two years. But when they do, I think they're going to be there to stay for a while. What about the way that your veterans are dealing with being out of the playoffs, yet imparting leadership to the younger crowd? I'll start with Jonathan Taves, and I'm going to go down the list to Patrick Kane on this, because those are the two linchpins of this team right now. Uh, Taves went through a real tough time, as you know, last year with his immune system deficiencies. And he, Johnny said earlier in the year, after a hard workout, he says, I didn't know if I was going to feel good or feel like spending the next three days laying on the sofa. And I know that it was hard for him just to come back this year from what happened last year. But then you throw that on top of it. He has really had to battle through this entire year. And I think that aspect of his leadership, Dan, might be something that is kind of a subliminal message to the rest of the kids in the room. The fact that here's a veteran guy that could very easily have retired based on what happened to him last year, but he fought his way back and he's dealt with it and he's kept his class and his dignity about himself. And I think he's been a terrific leader. Uh, It's my personal hope that he's back as captain of the team because I think he fits the role better than anybody I've ever known. And as far as Patrick Kane is concerned, Patrick Kane just loves to play hockey. He loves to try and work on his game. He does it every single day, every practice. He's one of the last guys off the ice. And that right there, to me, is an example in and of itself for the young players. Seeing a guy like Patrick Kane was one of won a Hart Trophy. He's won a scoring championship. He's won a Stanley Cup in overtime, three Stanley Cups total. And for the young players to see a guy like that continue to work on his game, every single practice, not take days off, not take shifts off. I think that's an enormous positive example for the kids that are coming up and that are in the Blackhawk system right now. Well, John, that's a a great recap of everything that's going on in Chicago. And uh, we always appreciate the work that you do. Always great to listen to you when we're not on the air. And we look forward to a great game tonight. Thank you, Dan. You as well. Should be fun. Sharks and Hawks, last uh, meeting of the season. The last one we played at the United Center was fun. This should be just as fun. Join Scott Hannon and me for the broadcast starting at 4.30 right here on the Sharks Audio Network. I'm Dan Rusinowski. That's the Teal Report for today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.